Esoterica the Podcast. Welcome to Esoterica the Podcast and our Freeform Fridays. I'm Chris Schultz. And I'm Aaron Christian. So we're shaking it up, trying something a little different here. This is us, live in the flesh. If you didn't realize this, we're not robots. We're people. We're people. We have skin, we have bones, and we have hair. We do. (laughs) So when we first started this show, way back when, we had a very distinct idea of what we wanted to do. And Esoteric of the Podcast has kind of morphed into its own thing. More or less. So our Freeform Fridays allows us to kind of go back to our original thought of sharing our musings, um, enjoying an adult beverage. Yeah. And uh, listening to some cool tunes. Yeah, and it's, you know, just free form. So, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's the point, whatever. you know? We're just trying some things out. And if you hate it, it sucks for you. Right? <laughs> and I think this is primarily going to be on our YouTube channel, which we have underutilized. So, um, hopefully this is that exciting, um, what did we call it? Bonus content? Additional content. Additional content. Additional content that we've been talking about. Additional for content. More and more. Three seasons. So the first thing that we want to do um, is try out our adult soda. Now, we've typically been trying exclusively beer on mm-hmm. this show, um, but we have ventured into something different this time, and that is... We got some honeyed wine, otherwise known as mead. And the way that my dad puts it, it's shit wine. <laughs> but um, here we are. We're going to try it anyway. So what did... Uh, we got here is uh, Tuco style freakout, which is an agave uh, mead with lime. So, if you're not familiar with what Tuco or who Tuco is, this is a, ba- a Breaking Bad themed beverage. So, I'm going to let Aaron read the um, description of the bottle because I am in my 40s and can't. Read you are it. old. Yeah. Oh, this is moist. I didn't realize this. Is this it here on the side? Yeah. Say my name, B Nectar. You're, wow. You're goddamn right. This stuff will give Heisenberg a run for his money because the shit is tight, tight, tight. This shit is tight, tight, tight. This shit is tight. See, I'm not even that good. Uh, The coveted crystal green color comes from the pure lime juice added to the honey and agave nectar. No gas masks necessary for this cook, but tidy whities are always welcome. A word of warning, though. In case you really don't know who you're talking to, tread lightly in our territory. If you think you're the one who knocks, you might find yourself on the wrong end of a Tugo-style freakout. Pair as well with Roof Pizza. Yeah, B. All right. So obviously a Breaking Bad-themed beverage. A little much. Yeah, I like pretty much everything in the show. Like, I got the point. You're Breaking Bad fans. and um... You could have just put Breaking Bad on the side, and I would have been satisfied. But all right. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to crack this open here. Look at the noise. That was underwhelming. Underwhelming. <laughs> see, and now you get to see us actually Ooh. do this. You sounded dissatisfied. It's strong smelling. Yeah. I don't want a big glass of this, but I feel like I'm going to get one anyway. So it looks like crap. <laughs> it looks like a very, very pale... Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is strong. Ooh. All right. I'm actually not going to pour it all out for once. Uh, we'll leave some in there. Yeah. Um, our producer Justin can sample. So there you go. Uh, all right. So this is what we're looking at. It's it's light. It's slightly carbonated. Yeah, there's a. That's not supposed to be there. Yeah. 
It definitely mm. smells like wine, mm. you know, like more so than... This actually reminds me of the communion wine we had at church growing up, the smell. Yeah, it kind of just smells like a white wine. So, um, cheers, and uh, to the first Freeform Friday. It tastes like grape juice. It's not terrible. No, it's not. It's not like the other mead that we've had that was horrible. That's... Yeah, it's, it's very just, sweet. Yeah. No, it's, it's kind of just like a white grape juice. It's not. It's not really honey. Yeah. And it's not really even carbonated, despite the bubbles coming up out of it. Not bad. I kind of like, yeah. like it. I don't know if I'm going to have a Tuco-style freakout or not, but... <laughs> yeah, and what is the 6% alcohol by volume? So, you know, we drink enough of it fast enough. This might be a fun episode. Here we go. I'm working <laughs> on it already. There we go. So, our review, I mean, I don't know. We usually give this a rating, right? What, what are we giving this? I'm giving this a... Uh, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. This I don't really have a base mead rating. Uh, I'm going to say, that's church, yo. That's my rating. All right, out of 10. That's great. All right. So if you remember from the original part of Esoterica, what we used to be, what we used to do, mm. right? We used to do amusing, where we just sit there and talk about stuff. And people found that very boring. Well, we're bringing it back because it's still boring. Because <laughs> it entertains us and... So what we're going to base this musing around is one thing. See my fat stubby fingers try and reach this. It's an eight ball. It's a magic eight ball. It's a magic eight ball. Yeah, it says stuff. See, right now, we're behind the eight ball. <laughs> oh, Chris, you silly boy. <clears throat> so. <laughs> Delayed, I don't know. <laughs> See. You were telling me before we started doing this um, about, what was it? You, you a thought tumultuous about... period in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so tell me. Yeah, I was going to say, you want well, me to tell yeah, the story? Yeah, tell the story while I enjoy some more mead. So there was a, a period of my life in my mid-20s where um, I spent pretty much all my waking hours in an um, altered state of mind, if you will. And I thought to myself, self... Maybe I should leave my life, life up to fate and chance. I'm going to make all my decisions, every single one, from what I'm going to wear to what I'm going to have for breakfast to who I'm going to date and where I'm going to go in my life to the randomness of a magic eight ball. Okay. I, did, I did not do this, and it's probably a good idea not to. One of the best decisions <laughs> of your life, hands down. Right. Yeah, I am so proud of myself for all the things I've decided not to do in life. <laughs> It's wonderful. You got to celebrate the things that didn't happen. So let's let's ask the eight ball. Uh, is Freeform Fridays going to be successful? Is this what's going to make us? It was positive earlier. But... Ask again later. So there you go. All right. So we're going to wait five minutes. It's not a no. We're waiting. Five minutes later. Well, I kind of feel like I want to ask it other questions. All right. Do you have any more questions? I. I didn't think of questions for you this. Oh, yeah. um, oh my gosh. Um, hmm. Hmm. Two very boring minutes later. Will we think of any more questions for the Magic Eight Ball? Deeply hazy. Try again. Is the Magic Eight Ball gonna answer us today? <laughs> my sources say no. Well, 
This has been fun. This is a waste <laughs> of a moment of musing. Well, we were worried that we go too long with the musings, and the eight ball has decided that we will not. Exactly. Well, this was funny for a minute, but I think what's what we can spend some time on now talking about now that the eight ball has just decided it's not going to participate is what the next segment is on this episode, mm. and that is an on location sort of weird thingy. Now, what this is. Is it actually on location or is it on location? No, it's on location. I'm just... Don't, don't do the air quotes. No? All right. <laughs> so it is me and I've gone on location. Well, I actually haven't yet. I haven't done this yet. This is a hypothetical scenario. Will Aaron Will go, go on location? location? <laughs> uh, very doubtful. <laughs> very doubtful. Well, the plan is that I go on location <laughs> and I talk about an esoteric place near us. Now, we have a book... We have Weird Massachusetts, right? Yes. And I don't even think this spot's in there, so why did I bring it up? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But there are a bunch of different weird places in there that we'd like to talk about on the show at some point in time. And so this is our opportunity to go on location and showcase some of those places. Mm. So the first place I'm going to go, if I ever do, and actually film this, this is called Sacrifice Rockets in Plymouth. And everyone knows Plymouth Rock, but this is like the second rock. It's like the other one. Hmm. It's the Native Americans rock. They deserve their own rock, too. It just occurred to me we already have footage of us at Dungeon Rock. We do. Which I guess we'll use that on a later episode. We will. We will. We're, we're This is all testing. We're all getting used to this. We don't know what we're doing. We're just probably making big fools out of ourselves on a bigger screen. Right. And if you're listening to this and, you're, and you've been following us and you're not happy with what you see, it's your own damn fault for not giving us feedback. So. Yes, this is true. Let's turn on our audience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get belligerent. Well, without further ado, why don't we go on location and listen to what I have to say, <laughs> which is probably not fun, um, about Sacrifice Rock. Cool, cool, cool. Plymouth, Massachusetts is known as America's hometown. Incorporated in 1620, Plymouth was home to the pilgrims from England seeking religious freedom. 102 passengers traversed the harsh Atlantic Ocean in the 80-foot-long Mayflower, only to land here. So everyone knows this rock, that this is a thing, but there are others. So our producer Justin and I headed down to Old Sandwich Road to find Sacrifice Rock. Centuries before the arrival of the English, this landmark was an important stop for Wampanoag travelers. They left small branches or stones atop the rock as gesture of sacrifice, or to receive the blessing of safe passage. So we are in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Probably cool to tell by the you know, intro cards here. And we're gonna come over here. Justin's gonna pan over here. And this is Sacrifice Rock here in Plymouth. Now, Sacrifice Rock is a place that is almost like the concept of God, right? Come and you wanna give your problems to it. So what we're gonna do now is I have a penny. I'm gonna take this penny. There you have it, another rock you can visit next time you're in the area. And, oh yeah, 
Find the geocache that's hiding behind the rock too. It's worth it. Wow, Aaron. So interesting. That was Aaron in some kind of rock. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll. You know, hey, you know, we're trying things out here. Maybe it sucked. I don't know. I haven't even shot it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Will Aaron's segment be enjoyable? Pretty hazy. Try again. Don't like this thing today. Well, it wasn't going to answer any more questions. It didn't lie to us. Right. Yeah. So there. But anyway, speaking of that, we have a special guest on our show today. Well, they're Guests. not even here. And there's more than one. And you weren't even there. I so was. we have joining us the band Paint by Numbers, a pretty much brand new band from the past, I don't know, year or so. They've been around. They just put out their first single called All You've Done. And um, it quickly became one of my favorite songs. And I wanted to have them on and as being a band in their infancy. We talked to a lot of groups that are maybe smaller but are established. And I think now we have a chance to actually talk to people that haven't gotten to a um, certain point in their career yet. So, interesting. So what we're going to do right now is you're going to um, listen to a quick snippet of their single, All You've Done, and we're going to listen to it with you. And we're going to hop right into the interview with the girls from Paint by Numbers. Before we do that, do we want to acknowledge my blanket? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Let's listen to Paint by Numbers. So I, I just want to go. Oh, let's see. No, no, go ahead. You can talk. I, are we still going? Yeah, we're still going. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I don't down. hear me here anymore. Yeah, so. I just I turned it down. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so we have a little studio that we record in, and uh, we, we haven't been set up for video because we're just here doing our thing. So um, this all shit is going to take some time to yeah. to find its... So, hey, if we're awkward, I'm sorry. Um we're working on it. We're trying our best. Yeah. So this is All You've Done by Paint by Numbers. Well, I think we should talk to the girls from Paint by Numbers. So well, let's hear what they have to say. Cheers. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Pretty good. So this is actually There you go. <laughs> Sorry. This is actually the first time we've had more than one person on, I think, um, to interview with a band. We actually have the whole band with us. So this is a first. And you guys are also the first guests on our Freeform Friday series, which is awesome. A lot of firsts for you guys. Yeah. yeah. So really, our first interview for your first yeah it's all good yeah, yeah. this yeah. is awesome um so one of the first things we always want to ask our guests is how they're doing in this weird time right now this weird covid scenario uh, we used to say this weird 2020 but that's over now so um so how are you guys holding up uh yeah uh it's been definitely a challenge to like get together uh make music that sort of thing um 
you would think that, especially like when you have like all the time in the world in quarantine, that you would be a lot more productive than you actually are. Um, mm. So it's been, it's been, it's been a bit of a struggle, but um, you know, like we've all been like working and that sort of stuff too. Um, but it is, I, I think we've done a pretty good job at trying to stay connected and stuff and trying to like still work on music, st still trying to write music and that sort of thing. I mean, I can't speak for you guys, but. Yeah, I know it's been tough because we haven't been able to like make videos together and like record <laughs> together and stuff. So we have to like do everything over the internet. Remote. Hmm. Yeah, remotely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely been a challenge for everybody, right? This this whole like um, trying to collaborate over the computer, which is something we haven't experienced before, right? So yeah. Um, but you guys did this amazing thing, and that's put out your first single called All You've Done. I forgot the title for a second, but I pulled it together okay. at the last second. Um, hey. So, and I know I mentioned this to you guys before, but I've, I've listened to this song way too much. Um, it's actually on, you know how when you open up Spotify and it's got like all the most recent things, it's like the top one. Um, so, and um, I'll Thank be honest you. with you, I listened to it and I got angry at how good it was because I wish I had that like amount of talent that you guys have to pull this all together. Um, so, um, oh, this is an amazing song, but what I really want to know is, was where did this song come from? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Not to call anybody out. But. No, totally fine. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll just, I mean, obviously it's a breakup song. Uh, I'll just run through like kind of the situation briefly. So, um, I was in a relationship with someone who I considered like my best friend. Right. Um, and what, what's the, what's the, what's the rating of this podcast before I continue? Oh, you PG can, you could say the C word. Oh, wow. Okay. So <laughs> wow. Um, there was a real, there was a really big, like towards the end of the relationship, it was a really big focus on the physical. And I just, I, I just wasn't feeling it. Like that's, I just, it was like, can we like not like focus on this every single time we hang out? Can sometimes we just hang out with like none of, none of that shit? Um, and it got to the point where I was like, I, I need to like sit back and like reanalyze this. And then... I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And of course he's like, oh no, I don't care. Like, like, it's not the physical, it's, it's, it's you. Like, um, like, you know, I care more about you than that, but that's not how he was acting. And so I was like, I, I, I understand that you're sorry, but I'm sorry too. And so that relationship ended on like a Tuesday, right? I couldn't even write songs for like the first <laughs> four days afterwards. I was just like, so zoned out. Like, like, I was just like, so numb. Cause this was someone like, yeah, we only dated for six months, but I had known him for like four years before that. He was like my best friend. And it was the fifth night. It was Sunday night. And I got a text from a friend like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, not great, but you know, we're here. And they were like, good. Well, it's good to know that you're like being healthy about it. He's coping the healthy and the unhealthy way. And I was like, well, what's the unhealthy way? And they said he got drunk and hooked up with his boss's daughter. Wow. Yeah. So I, I said, I, I read that text and I was like, please never update me again. And I wrote the first verse. I was so like upset. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, you, you didn't care about the physical stuff. You cared about me. And like, there was a whole thing with his, with his bosses. Like, like, I don't know what it was with his coworkers, but at one point he was like, when we were dating, he said something like, Oh, I was at this party and my and this coworker was there and she was really hot or whatever and we were gonna um and, and she tried to kiss me but I said no because I'm a good boyfriend like okay cool so there was like that sort of dynamic going on but 
I didn't really realize how much of a problem it was until like that moment. And then I was just like, and like, I just, it, the first verse really just like was there. I just, it just came out of my mind just cause I was so mad. That was probably the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Afterwards, my mom came into my bedroom and I was like, obviously distraught, crying, all that sort of stuff. Like, this is like, you know, whatever. And she was like, all he did was preview, right? No class, no class. And I was like, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the chorus came in like, oh, you've done. And so I wrote that and I was like, and I, and I just started playing that over and over again. Like it was like part therapy for me at that point. And so I was like, well, and so I think I, I was that night also that I messaged uh, Devin and Brooke, who I recently kind of started like, hey, let's make a band, let's do a thing. Let's like, like, let's all, we all decided to like start doing music together. And so the morning after I went over their house and I was like, ah, I need a second verse. And it just came out. <laughs> and I don't know, like, like I've definitely had it where like writer's block has been there and like you, you have an idea and you really want to like put it into fruition, but there's just something that isn't inspiring you or it's just something that's blocking you there. It was not the case for this song. Like in total, I probably wrote it in like 35 or 40 minutes. Like just, it just came out of me. Cause I was just so mad. <laughs> I think you yeah. can tell. Right. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of that sort of story. And it also like helped too that uh, when, when we were like, like playing through it and that sort of stuff that like Devin had like her electric guitar and that sort of thing. And I was like, okay, like this is, this is the sound, this is the vibe. Let's go. So yeah, this are, that was like a total big rant, but like, that's kind of the, the situation as to how that, well, and that's that's always the the places that a lot of songs come from, right? It's that, yeah. that like anger and that that sort of thing. I mean, I know I I had an ex, for example, that wanted um, that was upset that I posted a song about something. Think it was about her. It was actually a positive song about her, and she made it out as a breakup. So I ended, I said, hey, you know what? You're gonna get upset about this. I'll write a breakup album. And now there's a whole album <laughs> about her and us breaking up. Wow. So be careful yeah. what you wish for. Um, but no, I, I totally understand that. And I, and I think a lot of people can relate to that story. You know, they've been through that, um, which is, I think what makes this song to anybody that listens to it so relatable. And it's just so much fun. Like the way that you guys did the instrumentation on this. And that's kind of what I want to move into next is like kind of how the, the music part comes together on it. Um, you know, what, where, where are you kind of, um, getting the inspiration for that from, you know, the, the music part of it? Well, um, yeah, Catherine wrote it on the ukulele and when she was like, so Catherine kind of writes more like folk, like country songs and Brooke and I have been obsessed with All Time Low since we were like 11. So that's kind of where we get a lot of our inspiration from is All Time Low and like bands like that. And we were like, this would be so cool if it was like punk. Like, so like Catherine writes like the folk stuff. So that's where all the like harmonies and stuff come and why we kind of sing more in like a like more sweet way. And then the instrumentation is kind of like out there like it's like <laughs> yeah like so Catherine Catherine writes it all folk and then we're like okay but let's add like electric guitar and like some like cool bass licks and like all that stuff and actually the um person who mixed it Chris Lee from our school he was the one that added like the drums and a lot of the electric guitar stuff um so like he kind of took like this song that we had that was like I don't know more like acoustic and like really made it like what it was uh, it's, someone it's really, else can talk more. <laughs> I was gonna say it's really cool that it, it it has this like 
has a lot of different elements to it, you know? Like you said, you know, there's this, like, folk element that Catherine brings to the table, but, like, it, there's also this really big punk element, and it, like, kind of takes a minute to get there, which is cool. Um, and then at the end, you guys are all singing in unison, and that harmony comes in. That's my favorite part of the song, by the way. Um, it's, Me too. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It's It just adds, like, a whole other layer of... of um, texture to the song you know when that other harmony comes in at the end it's like oh my gosh um i lost my train of thought this happens a lot in the show if you didn't that's really okay um, I think, yeah i think we all have adhd in this call sometimes <laughs> yeah um we all listen to like a ton of different kinds of music like we listen to like stuff like from like bring me the horizon to like Ariana Grande to like all time low to like Brooke listens to K-pop. So we like bring a lot of it uh, and Catherine yeah. listens to like country music. So like with how much music that we've heard and loved and like listened to, like, I feel like we kind of like uh, add elements of it to our song. So like, yeah. it was so hard to pick a, pick a, uh, yeah, a, to pick a genre, a genre for it. <laughs> like we were like, are we, are we alternative? Are, are we punk? Is this like what is this? We've I've heard in like we we put it on submit hub. I read indie punk and I was like, I, I kind of I that kind of fits, but yeah, yeah. like Yeah, I um your song doesn't fall into this category necessarily, but I, I had a similar experience where there was, we were interviewing this band Dead Poet Society. They're actually from Boston. And mm -hmm. uh, Spotify put them into a category called laid back and heavy. And it was just like one of those things where somebody said the word and I was like, no, that's it. That's the thing. So like it, it'll just happen. Like you'll know what it is at some point. Yeah. It's just, it'll just fall into place. Um, so I meant to ask this earlier and I forgot mm -hmm. until now. Um, so how did Paint by Numbers become Paint by Numbers? Where'd you guys come from in the nicest way possible? So we've been friends for a really long time and we've all kind of done music separately like Devin and I have been in a band with like a couple different people. So we did the Rick's music uh, summer camp, which like kind of puts you in a band. And both of those we were like, oh, let's just keep being a band. And it just fell through. But um, we kind of had to convince Catherine because she used to have a really bad um, stage anxiety thing. And she didn't want to. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> uh, she didn't want to so perform bad. on stage, and she didn't want to like show her music to everybody. But we kind of forced her. <laughs> so we were like, if you just keep doing it a couple of times, you'll end up liking it. And now she really enjoys it. And um, we kind of decided to be a band together because we just we just sound good together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Devin and Brooke are already super in sync because they sing and harmonize all the freaking time. And as another annoying chorus kid, I also would like sing and <laughs> harmonize with them all the time. Um, I used to have terrible stage fright. I would like cry before every performance. I'd be pretty fine on stage and then I'd cry immediately after. And I'd cry for probably half an hour after. Um, but it was really like, like it was it was really like, like Devin and Brooke and like my, my musician friends that like really helped me uh, like be able to perform. And um, we, we, we knew we wanted to like do music together and that sort of stuff. And if I'm gonna be completely honest, Paint by Numbers came from an automated band name generator. And it was the first first one, that, when I pressed the button, it was the first one that came up and I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's it. So, that, you know, my, when Alex, our friend Alex, Catherine and I know Alex. Um, yes. 
<laughs> when Alex told me that was you guys' band name, I was like, what? <laughs> Where did this come from? This is awesome. Uh, it's a really good name. Um, and it works too, because it's like, uh, like if you want if you want to give it like a like a meaning, it could be like, you know, you have, like if you're doing like a cover of a song, you have like the outline, like the guidelines of the song, but obviously you add your own flair to it. So you, you paint your own way, that sort of thing. Right. You have the guide, but it's still your art. So yeah. I, th- I just you- thought that was cool. Like if we did covers yeah. and that sort of thing. Have you guys yeah, seen the? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to oh, cut you okay. off. Okay, I was gonna say it's cool for album covers too because we yes. have like really so... cool art for our album covers. <laughs> yes. Well, I was yeah. gonna. Uh, that actually leads me to the thing I was gonna ask. And have you guys seen those ads on Instagram where you can actually order your own paint by numbers based on whatever picture you guys send them? So if you took a yeah. picture all together, you could paint paint by numbers you guys in, which would be kind of cool. Oh, that I've cool. not seen that. That is so. Cool. I like the um the sparkly ones that you color in with the gems. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, Those are awesome. I want that so bad. <laughs> so yeah, that's, what, that's the story. What what can we see next coming out of Paint My Numbers? Uh, we're well, currently we, working yeah. on two singles. Uh, one is a more like laid back uh, country, definitely more country, like folky. Um, and then the other one is like secondhand serenade style emo, so like acoustic. <laughs> but still kind of uh, has that um, like emo flavor to it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah, th- those stuff will be coming up. And uh, we're hoping to be able to record enough to possibly like, I mean, I think it would be cool if we tried to do like like an EP or something like that. Dep- yeah, obviously, it depends on how, or this, an album. how this year goes, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, our long-term goal is an album, and we're hoping to have, like, enough that we can be like, oh, deluxe edition with, like, a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, def- I definitely, like, have, I probably have, like, 50 songs in, like, my, my songwriting folder and stuff, so we're definitely not, like, not going anywhere anytime soon, and especially after, like, hitting a thousand streams in five days, which is, like, crazy. Yeah, five days, that's insane. So. It's because we are working so hard to, like, try to get everybody to listen to it, and, like... <laughs> My mom has like 80 million friends. So <laughs> That's true. I think it kind of works out. Well, and, and speaking of that, you guys, I think have done a fantastic job of like really trying to draw people in and bring people together and create this really cool community of people. And especially with your Discord server, which I am really proud to be a member of. Um, oh, you guys yeah. are doing a fantastic <laughs> job of like bringing people together and just having a good time. And that's a really cool thing that I think more people need to do in the scene nowadays. Um, yeah, you know. I think that's like kind of our goal with music is to just like have fun with it. Like, yeah, it's cool that people like listen to our music and love it, but we're really doing it just so that we can have like a kind of um, representation of the time that we've spent together as music- musicians and as friends and like something tangible that we can be like, okay, like we did this, like we worked hard and like this is really cool. Yeah, so mm-hmm. having the community and like having like people like, to have fun with and like talk to is really fun for us so this is the opportunity i want to give you guys if there's anything you want to pimp pimp it pimp it now do it yeah uh, paid by numbers music on Instagram. Paid by numbers music is a paid by numbers music on TikTok also. Yes. 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 Paid by numbers music paid, on TikTok. It's, it's paid by numbers music on everything except for Twitter, uh, where it's all capital letters and the I in paint by number is an L, so it's P A L N T B Y N U M B E R S. Cool. Well, this is this is yeah, me finding out that we have an L instead of an I. 
cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's all on our it's all on our link tree. So if you go to any of our um, any of our profiles that you can find, you will find the link tree. So yeah, everything definitely join the Discord too. We're gonna be yeah, doing join our Discord events yes. and other types of events. And there are just a lot of cool people in there. So definitely join that. Yeah, it's a really yeah, good supportive community. Yeah. So again, stream all you've done if you haven't already. Um, and if you already have, do it again. And if you already have, do it again. Um, so <laughs> I really want to thank you guys for spending some time out of your day to talk to me. This has been fantastic. And um, we hope to see you again soon. Yeah, yeah thank you for so having fun. us. So yeah, much. I hope you. to be on again soon. <laughs> yeah, podcasts are fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really a fun time to talk to them. They're really nice people. And um, as it says in the video, you know, check out Paint by Numbers. Check out all the stuff they have going on. Um, really, really fun band, fun people, fun time. Yeah. Cool. And looking forward to hopefully seeing them live at some point when the world hurried up and go back to normal. Yeah, cause... that would be nice. And, you know, I think they're planning to put out some other singles or full-length things in the future. So maybe we'll see them again. Cool, cool, cool. So this is really it. This has been the gist of Freeform Friday. Right? Should this is when it's gonna answer us. Should the Magic 8 Ball be a regular feature on our Freeform Fridays? Concentrate and ask again. <laughs> I asked it if it was gonna answer questions for us. And it didn't. So here at we least are. it was honest and it's it consistent. So it was very true. Uh, well, as always, with any of our episodes, um, go to esotericofthepodcast.com. If you like what you see, we also do a and we do our regular weekly podcasts that come out Wednesdays at midnight, and they're fun stuff. Now, we're doing this weeks in advance. I have no idea what's coming out the week that this podcast comes out, this video comes out. Yeah, and as far as our next Freeform, the, hey guys, the title of the show is Freeform, so we don't know what the f*** we're talking about on the next yeah. episode. Um but we'll be talking about something. Exactly. So, hey, here we are. This is who we are. This is what we're going to do. Um, but as always, you know, check out our website. Check out our stuff. And until next time. Stay esoteric. I thought you were going to say stay freeform. Oh, <laughs> stay freeform. Yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs>